0: intuitive listeners. I'm coming at you with another solo episode to expand on my journey of coming into my intuitive practice. Many conversations have led me to create this episode and I am so grateful for those gentle nudges. It's raw and totally off the cuff, fully led by intuitive listening and speech. My hope is that it serves as a heart opener for you and that you may learn a little more about the many ways that our souls guide us. Well, let's get glowing. Thank you all so much for being here. <laughs> um, where is here? <laughs> I'm currently sitting in the back of my van after finishing a nice little hike um, in Hocking Hills State Park in central Ohio. I uh, recently bought a van outside of Portland, Oregon and made a long drive across the country um, bringing the van back home to my home state in Columbus, Ohio. And spending time with family and friends around the holidays before taking off for the next adventure. I mean, everything. Every day is an adventure. (laughs) Um, It is a little bit cold here, so I am bundled up under a blanket. And um, you may hear some cars passing behind me as I am at a trailhead. And this is a little bit of a more populated area Um, But I wanted to bring you into this space as it is, um, as a reminder that we define our own sense of perfection and um, our own time to start. And this is an episode that I've been wanting to record for a few weeks now and really have just been blocking myself Um, on doing it because I never felt like I had the perfect space Um, I wanted to come in with the right headspace, the right location, the right everything. And I found that um, I get to define that. (laughs) So um, it's just a reminder to you to create, to put yourself out there, to um, allow your heart to speak and then let the waves take you from there. So I'm sitting here allowing my heart to speak after soaking in some beautiful um, sunlight. I just sat and had a nice little hard-boiled egg. I love cracking eggs in random places. It's a funny little thing that my cousin and I started doing. And I saw some people looking at me thinking I was a bit strange, but here we are. (laughs) So bringing you into this space uh, right here with me. I wanted to come on to share a little bit more of my story um, in a raw and unwritten and a little bit more openly vulnerable sense. This has been guided by conversations from all over the world, from starting the podcast a few months ago to now, um, and really has kind of, was kind of lit uh by fire after a conversation with amisha after recording the last episode of the podcast um amisha and i after the podcast recording ended continued on in conversation where amisha shared a very heartfelt um vulnerable raw very real story of her intuition literally saving her life um through reflection of hearing that story and um, noticing how I responded to the story and what it felt like to hear her share that story I found that the way she shared it in such a raw way um, just opened way it was like she spoke directly from her soul uh, and I felt my soul lighting up because of it and I know that I was Open, and there was like that glow and that shine, in some sense, um, of my soul coming through in the intro of this podcast. But I felt like I wanted to give you all just a little bit more and expand on how my intuition has taught me over the years. Um, Because, you know, it's not just like one day I woke up and everything made sense. (laughs) It's not like these uh Disney moments or glowy moments, as I call them, just came overnight and um, have been with me the whole time. Um, so I wanted to share a little bit about like, how my intuition spoke to me before, before it was easy, um, not to say it's easy now. But before I was able to lean into this intuitive practice and all this love and light that I choose to be in and that I choose to follow from my heart. Um, So from a very young age, uh, probably I think around three years old, I have been just riddled by anxiety. I always had a fear of pretty much anything um, outside of what was comfortable and what was known. Um, which led to me stopping myself from living the most fully. And that fear uh, just kind of manifested in this anxiety. Um, The fear grew as I never felt like I belonged. I actually believe that my anxiety that was um, guiding me for most of my life was actually my soul, my resistance to my soul speaking to me. So looking back with this new perspective, I am able to see all of these moments where my anxiety was trying to teach me, my anxiety was trying to guide me deeper into my heart. Um, And I know that there is a difference between anxiety that is rooted in love or in fear, Um, And so that greater awareness and that noticing um, the root of anxiety is definitely important here. Um, But I found that anxiety also saved my life, Um, my soul speaking to me through my body, through um, the way that uh, my mind manifested anxiety that led to literally like a paralysis, um, through panic attacks, through, um, feeling like I wanted to die. Um, it was all this disconnection from my soul, this resistance of my soul, um, that I now see and I allow to teach me. It is, um, Anxiety lived as these, these like pushbacks to my soul. Um, so now when anxiety shows up, because it still does in times, I ask, what are you trying to teach me? And where is your root? If anxiety is rooted in something within my resistance of self, that's when I go deeper. So there was a period of time when anxiety was the sole driving factor of my waking life. Um, I found myself just so confused in the I don't knows, um, in the thinking mind. Anxiety just pulled my knowing away from me. Um, And I found myself curious about my dreams. So... I don't know if uh, this resonates or how it resonates with everyone, but do you ever have that kind of moment where when you wake up from a dream and you aren't sure what's reality and it might carry in through the day where you kind of feel a little bit funky, um, like the dream state was something more pure or closer to your heart and the waking life almost feels off because of it? Um, I, for a while, found myself waking in that way. And so it, dri- it drove this curiosity to go deeper within my dreams because um, my conscious mind was not getting there for me. I was so confused of why I was in so much pain. And my anxiety just took up any space that I could um, to, that I could go deeper and uh, find the answer by intuition and in my heart. So um, in those moments, I still, looking back, I know that I was guided by intuition to do this practice. Um, And in the moments, I had no idea why. But I started writing down my dreams, just because I was so confused in my waking life. I'm like, maybe my subconscious will teach me something. Um, And then it did. <laughs> and it was like those moments I'd wake up, I'd write down my dreams, and they would feel like the most pure sense of who I am. Um, that was the moment that I knew my intuition was there uh, and that I was connected to it. But then immediately after, uh, my anxiety and my thinking brain would start, start up very strong and um, ask, well, how do we do this? Why are we doing this? What's the point? Um, and all of these questions that, um, you know, are so, such a natural response, but were really only guiding me further from myself. So the practice continued on um, of writing down my dreams, but then becoming aware of uh, my response to my dreams. So allowing my dreams to also be my truth because they felt like more of my truth than my waking life. And then this practice of uh, writing down my dreams allowed me to find patterns within my dreams. Um, I used to not even remember dreams at all. When I first started writing down my dreams, um, I would sometimes just write down what I felt like. I would write down a single word. But the practice of doing it opened up the expansion into... um, receiving more and listening more. And that's, I think, with any practice of um, deepening your connection to yourself and your intuition, the more you do it, the more you may receive. So that practice of identifying patterns from my dreams carried on then through my everyday life. Um, I started finding patterns of butterflies showing up in my life, um, rainbows, uh, different things that felt like these little nudges from the universe, uh, maybe even felt like my, like a spirit, like my grandma was with me through the butterfly, um, little things like that. And just noticing all of these little trends of um, the universe and uh, the world around me teaching me. So then it became this practice of allowing all of these things external um, sort of guide me, out of my anxiety because my anxiety was so flooding my space within so it started um, going within and going deeper into myself and my intuition actually was uh, fueled by the practice of looking externally by looking for all of these little signs that I'm on the right path when I'm in alignment with my intuition the light lines up along the path Um, And that is reflected back to me through um, everything that I do in life, through the opportunities that come to me, through the people that I meet and the conversations that I have. Um, I always say that the conversations that we have are a reflection of um, who we are and what we carry within. And that's the same thing with how this episode today um, started, because I was inspired to do this by listening to the way I spoke to Amisha. Um, So it's super cool how we can continue to carry on and follow those bits of light. Um, And eventually it becomes, it's like the stream becomes a river. The river um, flows into the lake and the lake grows to the size of the ocean. Um, And the more that we let go, the greater the flow becomes. So I opened a few questions to the community on Intuitive Movements podcast on Instagram. And um, one of the common questions is how do you trust? How do you trust your intuition? Um, And that is something that is so deepened over time. Uh, But something that has helped me is by reflection, by seeing all of the ways that my intuition guided me uh, through, like I'm sharing right now, all of those moments of pain. Um, Seeing that my resistance to intuition was um, what manifested anxiety. Um, And now looking back with so much love and light, I am able to see that all of these patterns um, that I am so guided by now were there all along. So one example and one practice that I have um, gone through over the years um, is to go back to some moments or days or whatever um, is carried on in my heart in a a painful way, whatever is still there to go back and set it free. So an example of that um, was my wedding day So obviously going through a divorce, looking back on my wedding day, there was a little bit of uh, that just distaste that came for it. Um, Even though I have always looked back with so much love of just the people that were there and the love that was so present, um, there was a little bit of like uh you know just going back and going through the different moments where maybe I should have known um that I that it wasn't right and so allowing myself to set that version of myself free to release that thinking pattern i um gifted myself the space to go back and meditate on that day so um a couple months ago I um, was at a campsite and felt so called to do this and just laid down in my tent and meditated and asked the angels and all that is and whatever it is that you believe in, that I believe in, um, to guide me through what I am meant to see that day. So I started out, I just visualized the beginning of that day and where I was meant to go. Um, And then I kind of took myself out of my body in a sense, and I wanted to just watch what Was she feeling? How was she in those moments? And I saw her. um, I saw her in light. I saw her like a little like disconnected from who I am now, but a version of myself that was so wholly there, regardless. Um, And it was so beautiful to be able to see myself in that way and to know that though the decision to get married on that day led to so much pain to follow as I carried on through a divorce, as I um, went through the cycles of releasing all that I knew that I was and becoming all that I am, I look back and I know that my intuition guided me there too. Um, it guided me there, not just for myself, but for my ex-husband, for the stories that both of us are able to carry on now through our experiences, through this deepening of our connection to ourselves. I also was able to look back on days when I wasn't guided by all of these magical moments of uh, rainbows and butterflies and was taken back um, through this meditation, was taken to a moment when one of my dear friends and bridesmaids um, noticed a butterfly, and I'm getting chills as I'm going to say this because it just feels so beautiful and magical and energetically charged, Um, but she noticed a butterfly on... The um, on the rugs that I had lining the aisle way to the altar and it was it just going back and seeing that the butterfly was always there um, brought me so much comfort and now I um, see with my eyes wide open I see with my heart um, and I see I notice all of these things a little bit uh, differently um, I notice them as they arise. And um, now I know and I trust that they have always been there with me too. And I am so grateful for that practice. So all of these ways of I'm tuning into my subconscious, of looking externally for signs, of all of these things that felt so um, outside of me, now have been integrated into um myself and my my heart space. Um I guess they've always have been there, but it's something that I now know and allow to be there. Um because when I when I feel most centered in my heart is when um I notice those beautiful ways of light all around me um, in kind of a greater capacity. So that's why I want to share this story in a little bit more of this, uh, deeper and more raw and totally off the cuff way. Um, cause I think there is so much that we have to learn from one another and, um, the path of deepening intuition, deepening our connection to ourself looks so differently for all of us. And for me, it really was something that was guided by my pain. Um, and my pain is what taught me to, um, to go deeper within myself. So I'm here to teach you that you have the ability to do this too, to transform your own pain into lessons of love, um, to lessons of the heart. And yeah, so I fielded a few questions from the Intuitive Movements podcast community on Instagram. And as always, I love the opportunity to get to expand on the many ways that we live life through intuition. Um, And I found that a common theme um, among our community on, you know, difficulty of connecting to our intuition is schedule and timing. Um, So like not having the space to connect to our intuition, Um, overthinking. So that, again, is kind of um, similar to the way of anxiety and inability to trust um, and I kind of went through um, my practice with trust, being so guided by reflection and, and seeing that intuition um, has carried me all this way. Um, but I wanted to share like the biggest thing is to allow every moment to teach us Um Something I've been practicing as we're in the holiday season and, you know, life has been very busy coming into um, the year's end and just being around family and friends and lots going on is to find ways to rest in motion, um, almost as if we're resting on a moving boat when you're on the water. Uh, what does it feel like to rest in motion and how can you become more present and more centered within yourself through every moment Um, and the ways that I practice that is um, always through breath first so when you know you're at the third holiday party in a row or whatever going on um, as you're jumping from meeting to meeting or whatever it is that you have committed to in your life and maybe the things that are pulling you or making you feel that you don't have enough time or space um, allow yourself gift yourself the opportunity to Uh, sink into the present even in those moments. Um, I like to do it also like when I'm showering um, or doing the dishes uh, to like imagine the water washing away the worries of the day. Um, To even as I'm standing and doing the dishes like pull my focus to my feet and um, ask what am I rooted in right now? Um, How am I able to stand here in stability? Am I stable? Uh, What is my body teaching me as I'm just standing here doing the dishes? So even in like the mundane tasks, if you don't feel that you have enough space and time, um, just find ways that you can bring greater awareness into your day-to-day life and allow every moment, everything that you do in life to become the meditation, to become the practice of increasing awareness and growing deeper into your heart. Um, for the pattern of overthinking too, it's kind of the same thing um, of just practicing noting and noticing. Um, there is a practice in meditation. I'm I'm sure you could find on on YouTube or some of the meditation apps on practicing noting. Um, it's kind of like when you're in a meditation and you notice a thought come in, note the thought and allow the thought to pass through. The same thing goes with overthinking and questioning um your intuition intuition comes through in such a a like direct hit oftentimes um and it may speak so softly until it starts screaming so the example of that was like when my anxiety was like softly Um, trying to teach me and I wasn't listening, it then grew to um, like panic attacks. And that was the scream. (laughs) Um, So overthinking patterns can be um, the overthinking patterns can be relieved by noticing when your intuition speaks, um, noticing the difference of what does it feel like? What does it sound like? What is it look like even for an intuitive thought to come through versus a thinking thought, a logical thought or any other pattern of the mind. Um, Those are the ones that tangle up our mind and our heart. Um, Those are the ones that may um, bring us away from intuition. But the practice of noticing uh, may allow you to you know, kind of set your boundaries around um, those glowy moments of intuitive knowing and separate out what is intuition and what is overthinking. So the last question that I will close with here was, what is a trauma response versus intuition in connection to the universe? And is there even a difference? And this is one that I would love to expand on with the community because... I'm just sharing from my own experience and we all have such a unique way of moving through life. Um, but I would argue that a trauma response and intuition um, may be one and the same. Um, I think my intuition was strengthened by the trauma and the situations that life has led me through. I think what's important is to always know when a decision is made or when a knowing comes through, where is that knowing rooted? Um, And I believe that everything that we do in life is rooted in either love or fear. Um, And trauma can oftentimes lead us to develop these fear responses. Um, And that's where there may be confusion in what is a trauma response versus intuition. Um, but I think that um, with practice and with rooting within the heart, intuition and trauma response um, can also guide us deeper into love. And with that, I want to reiterate that what's most important is what resonates with you. Um, this is the story that I experienced that I share now um, from my heart, but that doesn't mean that it is um, your truth you get to define your own truth. You get to define your own definition of intuition, of what intuition looks like in your life. Um, And I also say like, intuition speaks to us in the ways that our soul knows that we will listen. So for me, I feel very connected to nature. And so of course I am guided by rainbows and butterflies. Um, but maybe there are other things that m- resonate more in your life that will guide you home too. So always ask the questions um, within yourself of how does this resonate? how do, Where does it come from? What does it feel like? Um, and allow yourself to feel it all. And I am always just so open and looking for ways to connect with you all and grow in the practice of um, intuitive movements and and being um, in tune with our soul. So if you ever feel called, please reach out with any questions or curiosities or responses that you may have, even resistances to anything that I share. I am always open and love to hear the ways that you move through the world by intuition. Thank you all so much for sharing this space with me. Um, It feels extra special that I'm sitting here in the back of my van, uh, that I am slowly converting so that I can continue to live the life that I lead guided by intuition. Um, And yeah, my ears are ringing with love and my heart is vibrating, beautiful harmonies out to you all. And I just continue to send you all so much love and I'm open and here for any other curiosities and questions and anything that I can do in service of your heart and your connection to your intuition thank you thank you thank you shanti 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 I love you